Hopefully have a good weekend planned. What's going on this weekend? There's there, there's nothing going on really, right? I don't know. Some some piss ant football game on Sunday. What's the United Football Championship already? They haven't even played yet. Uh no. No. Oh, oh the you mean the big one. You mean that one. Super Bowl 58. You mean Chiefs yes. Niners. AKA the thing that lets us know that Daytona is the next <laughs> week. 72 hours of pregame coverage. No, it, uh, it starts for us at noon on Sunday, by the Which way. Which is still a lot of pregame coverage. Still a lot of pregame. So your predictions for Sunday's game. Who do you want to win? Who do you think's going to win? Because the, the those, not those the might same. not be the same answer. May not be the same thing. May not be the same thing. I want the Niners to win, but you know, with, with obviously number one, it's the Chiefs, and you can never bet against them. I do think the Chiefs are going to win. I, I think they will. Are you Are you going to lock that in now before we get to our nine no, o'clock? No, picks? no, that's, that's just me thinking out loud. I, I want plenty of time. I, be, I mean, I've been thinking about this since we've obviously. had two weeks to think yeah, about it. So, but I'm, I'm not ready to commit fully yet. I think I know where I'm going to go. So I, wa- I want the Niners to win because of all the ties to the Broncos. Seeing little Christian McCaffrey two and a half years old. Oh yeah. Super Bowl 33 running around. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle, Mike's kid. John Lynch. Sure. All those things. <laughs> you know, th- those are those are reasons why. I like the Brock Purdy story. I don't care that he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald, which <laughs> who the hell came up with that? Okay. There is a resemblance, but what is it's that? It's a strong resemblance. But, but, but what what is that? That doesn't mean that he's Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, but he was dodging those <laughs> questions though. Well, wouldn't you if you Hey, Tyler. You kind of look like Muammar Gaddafi. Hey, you kind of look like Stalin. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, hey, you you kind of look like Jeffrey Dahmer. Wouldn't I mean? Wouldn't you want to dodge those things too if you were him? Fair enough. Maybe wouldn't not. We. I mean, it's obvious he's not. You know, Lee Harvey Oswald. No, but maybe no. like a long distance. You know, cousin I, I, I or something. No, I've not done that kind of deep dive. I don't. I doubt they're related. I don't. I but I don't know. Well, I can't. I can't say that with absolute certainty. I didn't. I. I would. I would think not, but I don't know. What's that uh, PBS show? The Know Your Life or This Is Your Life, where they do like the the ancestry tests of all the famous people. Oh, that's right. They find genealogists. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. And they usually go to some very you know uh, impressive looking library someplace. They found like Larry David was like super long related to like people in the Confederacy, <laughs> which is just, yeah, that's just, it's just wrong. All I know is Larry, Larry David. Why'd you have to do that? Delmo? Why? Why'd you have to do that? Delmo? He said, Elmo, El- Elmo doesn't he hurt had anybody. a rough week. Elmo's not hurting anybody. What? Come on, Larry. Come on, man. Elmo had a rough week last week. Elmo wasn't hurting anybody. Elmo was just doing his thing well, you on a saw, morning show. Just he, doing his, just doing his thing. You saw the thing on social media where he, his his official Twitter slash X account 
just posted, just checking in. Elmo just checking in. How's everyone doing? Immediate, like, millions of responses of people just trauma dumping. Like, things are not great. Yeah. <laughs> things are horrible. Uh, yeah. Just, come on, man. Come on, Larry. And then Larry David has to choke him out. I, I know that's TV. I know that's Larry David's thing, though. I mean, that's... That's Larry that's David. What, that's kind of what Larry David does. Yeah. All right. And that's like... I, my, my, my thing was just, oh, why'd you have to do that? I mean, I'm just like, it's outrage. It's outrage. He attacked a Muppet. Just why? He attacked a Muppet. Just, my thing just, just like, why? why'd you have to do that? Really? Really? Jeff, why'd you have to do that? Anyway. All right, so your predictions on uh, Super Bowl 58. The uh, Niners are a slight favorite in it coming up Sunday. Slight, very slight favorite. I don't know that because the last time we, we had a professional gambling person ridicule us for numbers that we're using that come from betting websites in Las here's, Vegas. Here, but here, here's a number for that person, 1-800-522-4700. That number runs in line with what his number would be. 1.8 or 2. There we go. Somewhere in that. That the Niners are a favorite, a very slim favorite, Sunday in the big game. So, got some predictions. Who's going to be the MVP? We'll have prop bets along with our pick for the game coming up. Yes, and I want to tell you what my sort of evil genius methodology here is for that real okay. quick. Okay. So, because of the way that the playoffs shook out. Playoffs? Playoffs. Um, the Buckeye boy has a pretty commanding lead over the field. He has a record 73 and 47 overall. Jim, you are four games back of that. Yeah. Petey is nine Damn back, it. and I am ten back. So, in order to have some semblance of competition towards the end, we are going to do 11 <laughs> prop bets. Did he scream about this? Did he Did he go, no, 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 this was all me, baby. No, no, did he scream? Did Buckeye scream? Wait a minute. Because I'm, I'm, with all this, I'm four back. This give this is like makes any it makes it anybody's horse race to a degree because who's that was the point. He's got if I if I was him I would be losing my mind. I if I was up by four and you're doing this I would be what no 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 no. <laughs> you're not going to take so far. I have not heard anything. I would I would lose my mind. I'd be going down the hallway screaming at you. You and can't do this. This is, I mean, fair, but I also... But being where I'm at right now, I love it. This is <laughs> I'm loving it. I love this idea. Now, you know, in order for me to have a miraculous comeback win, not only do I have to pick exact opposite of every pick he makes, but all 11 of them have to hit, which is cosmically just... I would say darn near impossible. So and we also have the debate, because I asked him yesterday, do you want to come on the phone? Because today's his day off. He works Saturdays, so people don't think that he's got some super cushy He does not gig. have a four-day work week. Yeah, he, no, he does work on Saturdays. And I, and I said, do you just want to call in? Well, yeah. Well, then you got the impression he already gave you his picks. I texted him because I didn't know if he was going to come on so or not. So I'm going to text this morning and say, what's the deal? Are you coming on or not? Are you are you gonna dodge? Are you gonna dodge us because of this turn well, of events? I have his picks in front of me. 
Okay. Now, well, if he wants to change them, I think he should come on. No. I'll text him. We'll see. If he does, fine. If he doesn't, you know, it's okay. It's okay with me. I love the, I love this opportunity, though, to come back and beat him. And we potentially crush him. Now like here, a, now like here's a the deal. Cup, like a paper cup. Here's the deal. You say that now. And if. Or he it, could lap the field with me. I don't could very well I, lap us. But like that's, a, o- that's okay. I, all, all I want is an opportunity. All I want is a chance. That's all I'm looking for. In the words of uh, Gail Sayers, just give me 18 inches of daylight. That's, that's all, all I need. That's all I need. All I need is I just need a le- <laughs> actual gay pick and what? 10 other prop bets or is 11 prop bets? 11 total. 11 total. 11, so, so the so the game, we'll pick the game at the end. So it's 12, actually. No, it's 11. Oh, it's 11 with the game pick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So 10 props yeah. plus the game pick. Just give me 11 picks, 11 opportunities. We are degenerates. Uh, okay. So it'll be coming up later on this morning. No, the Pope will be here, though. So he will be in the studio. Oh. Yeah, he'll be here. Does he... Do, do we need to let him in through the... Why, what, do we need to unlock the door? Because our offices are closed on Fridays. Do you think I'm a moron? I No, 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 no. Jeez, are, are no, you no, my no. mom? I mean, yes, well, like, you wait. did leave your coffee cup in here this the other day, so... So what? You know how many people, times people have left coffee cups in my studio? That's fair. How often do I do that? Not often. How about practically never... I'm just, I am trying to just cover all bases here, okay? Damn it, man, really? It's like, yes. I He's going to text me when he gets here, and I'm going to let him in. Wow. Okay. I'm just making sure. All right. I just don't want to leave him out in the cold is all. Because it's kind of well, it's well, kind of wet and rainy right now and snowy. What, so. he's, he's not sugar. He's not going to melt. He'll be okay. <laughs> he's a grown-ass man. He'll be all right. For like two minutes while I go unlock the door. He'll be okay. He played college football for crying in the mud. He's dealt with school children for decades. And toxic chemicals. And toxic chemicals, hazardous waste, vape pens, you name it. The guy's going to be okay. I like, how you, I like how you just casually threw vape pens in there. Toxic chemicals, vape pens, like they were on the scene. Oh, he's complained about that to me before. Oh, I know. So. So, um, yeah, he'll be okay. But I no, I appreciate you have my back, Blue. Thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I kind of think some of these things through. I know sometimes my leadership is can be overbearing, but also, I don't know, free-flowing at times. I get that. There are details occasionally but get I'm a over- reluctant dictator. You know, and since I've said that, the reluctant part starts to go away quite a bit and just the other part you're the one that really matters in this deal he said with a lot of sarcasm in his voice when he made that comment okay so the pope will join us assuming i remember to unlock the door to let him in so he doesn't drown out in the rain and snow what's he it's gonna not sta- is he gonna listen. stand there with his mouth open like this it's not it's not you 
It's it's oh, it's a reflection like of no, no, it's a reflection of my thinking because you're, I am the one. Your neuroses. Your I am the one that would go. Did I remember to leave the door unlocked? Did I remember to leave? You know, because all because there's been a. F- I, See, we are, know we, are, we are a kindred spirit in that way because I am somewhat my own by full admission can be very obsessive about things. Well, and and I am so, the one that gets lost in his you know own town that he lives in. It's okay. So you know, it's okay, Magellan. It's all right. You made it to you made it here today. So somehow that's a good start. Not only did I make it here, I have an extra an extra task this morning for our, uh, one of our other sister stations since our bosses are gone. Uh huh. So I had to remember to do that. So, oh, yeah. you know. Okay. Because they're off to Ireland, Dublin. Yeah, they'll have a good time. Chris and Mary will have a good time. It's gonna be. That they're gonna do the Guinness tour, and I've seen like other people take that Guinness tour, the Guinness plant. That looks cool. They'll, they'll have fun. They'll have a good time. Been nearby, been Scotland, never been to Ireland, but I've, I've heard it's a blast. Sorry, it's seven thirteen. Sunday's game, though. Hopefully, it will be a blast. Hopefully, have a great game, Kansas City and San Francisco. Get your predictions in. Uh, but with all this other tomfoolery. And mayhem and hijinks we've started out with today. It's a this is a special day. Oh, oh, Randy Gratishar, so cool going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Such a huge, long overdue, huge, huge moment if you're a Broncos fan, like an old school, long time Broncos fan, like yours truly, watching fifty three do his thing. For the Orange Crush, going to that first Super Bowl, 77-78 season. I just just thrilled that Randy Gratishar, after 35-some years in the making, finally gets in to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. One of the, one of the all-time Bronco greats and, and for a long time one of the, the biggest snubs when it comes to a Broncos player not being in the Hall of Fame. Right. So uh, think about it now. Denver's got 16 players in the Hall of Fame. That's pretty impressive. It is, but you know, w- we also are the are the ones that are always going to say, either, well, it took him too long to get there, or, you know, it's still it, like that. We're 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 not ever really going to be truly happy because <laughs> it, you know, with TD, how many years did it take TD to get in? You know, too long. But Gratishar was. Way, way too long. long. Way too long. Especially when you put him in the context of other players of his era. Sure, okay, he didn't have the championship rings and the wins necessarily, but I mean, the guy had 2,000 tackles. Still leads the Broncos in that category. And he's one of 10 linebackers in NFL history with seven Pro Bowl selections, 20 interceptions, and 13 fumble recoveries. So I'm just, you know, man, yeah. just, I'm just, I had, I had this poster when I was a kid, loved Randy Gratishar, one of my favorite Broncos, so glad to see him finally get his moment last night when they announced the class for 2024, and uh, we'll dive into that. Here's some sound coming up around the NFL, Randy Gratishar uh, will go into the pro football of him, kind of a, it was kind of considered a foregone conclusion, but you never know, and until they announced it, you didn't, you you felt good about it, 
everything the way things were trending and, and, and the things you kept hearing from from the, the Hall of Fame committee, at least things you were kind of, you know, hearing on, on social media. But it's so good that it finally was announced last night. So uh, we'll dive into that uh, later on and around the NFL, plus uh, more news and notes about Sunday's big game. Text or call us today. Thoughts about Randy Gratishart going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Who's next for the Broncos? Who's the next one that goes? Mecklenburg? Maybe. I still feel like Carl's kind of fringe-ish. Very fringe, yes. Um, I was always a huge Dennis Smith fan. There's, I mean, there's a lot of the, 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 the you know, I look, I, I love Steve Foley, but I don't think Steve Foley's a Hall of Famer. Probably not. Though he's the Broncos' all-time interception leader, which he's not in the ring of fame, which I don't quite wonder get. if there's, like, some beef there that's, like, been I, unresolved. I don't know, but... Um, I don't think Foley's a Hall of Famer as much as I love Steve Foley. He was one of my favorites as a kid, like Gratishar was. I don't think he probably deserves to be there. Maybe a Louis Wright? Maybe. So we'll dive into that coming up uh, later on. Uh, You can text or call us today on the team line, 970-242-1340. All right, it is time for... What's happening? And it is brought to you by ComWest. They're your technology partner. One call, one team, one goal, helping your business grow. And the folks at ComWest help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions. And they support and secure your business technology consistently and professionally. At ComWest, they know your business is unique. They take the necessary time to understand what sets you apart from your competition so they can offer you the best solution for your business technology solutions. So go to ComWest today, comwestcorp.com, ComWest. You can call them at 970-242-8142. They can help you with a new business phone system or improving your surveillance. So we lead things off with the thing we just talked about. Randy Gratishar's long-awaited moment finally came last night in Las Vegas. The Broncos great was announced as a 2024 member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame as the NFL Honors event unfolded last night. He'll join Dwight Freeney, Andre Johnson, Patrick Willis, Steve McMichael, Devin Hester, and Julius Peppers in Canton, Ohio. Gratishar becomes the 16th Bronco to be inducted into the Hall of Fame after leading the famed Orange Crush defense in the 1970s. Gratishar is a seven-time Pro Bowl selection and all-pro six times will be inducted August 3rd. Jamal Murray's 29 points and 11 assists led the defending NBA champion Nuggets to a 114-106 win at the L.A. Lakers Thursday night. Murray and Denver spoiled the unveiling of the statue of late Lakers great Kobe Bryant. Nikola Jokic added 24 points, 13 rebounds, and 9 assists. And the Nuggets win as they move into a tie with Minnesota for first place in the Western Conference. Los Angeles' Anthony Davis scored a game-high 32 points. And the loss, the Avalanche have lost their third straight game since the All-Star break after falling at Carolina 5-2 to Thursday. Newly signed Zach Parise and Samuel Gerrard scored Colorado's goals as the Avs sit in a tie with Dallas and Vegas for second in the Western Conference behind Vancouver. Weird note about that game. The two goals that Colorado scored came within five seconds of each other to end the first period. Quickest goal scored in franchise history. Zach Parise, you just got there. Who just, (laughs) you know, and that's, that's a good addition. I don't like that the Avalanche have dropped three straight after the All-Star break, but also those three straight have come on the road. I think once they get back home, I think they'll kind of get reset mentally. Hopefully hopefully. get back in the groove when they get back to Ball Arena. Colorado Buffalo's men's basketball team continue their home dominance of Arizona State with their 82-70 win last night at the CO Event Center. 
Buffs are 13-0 at home against the Sun Devils. Javon Hadley posted his first CU double-double 19 points and a Buffs best, a career best for him, 11 rebounds. CU moves to 16-7, and 7-5 in the Pac-12. Colorado football team has their new defensive coordinator, former Cincinnati Bengals secondary coach Rob Livingston has been hired to replace Charles Kelly. Kelly left the Buffs to join the Auburn staff. Livingston spent the last 12 years with the Bengals and the last eight as their secondary coach. The Palisade girls basketball team won their first Western Slope League title in eight years after they won a battle mountain coupled with Eagle Valley's loss at Glenwood Springs. Chloe Simons and Addie Ritterbush each scored 14 points to give the Bulldogs a 49-11 win at Battle Mountain. Eagle Valley lost at Glenwood 43-22 to give Palisade the championship. It's the Bulldogs' final year in the Western Slope League before moving into the Southwestern League. Palisade boys won a Battle Mountain 94-53 for their highest scoring output of the season. The win moves them to 9-12 overall and 2-2 two and two in the WSL. And uh, we'll talk with Corey Hitchcock, Palisade boys coach, coming up in a few minutes. Both Bulldogs teams host Eagle Valley Tuesday night. It'll be part of the team's full-court coverage. Starts at 5 o'clock. Also have coverage of Fruit Monument at Central Tuesday night. Montrose boys and girls basketball teams hosted Delta non-league play Thursday night. The Panther girls extended their winning streak to 14 straight with their 45-36 win over the Red Hawks. Montrose has taken Rock, who scored 12 points, and Macy Oberg had 11 points in the loss as the Red Hawks slipped to 13-6 and six overall, with Delta improving to 14-4. and four. The Montrose boys defeated the Panthers 60-30 to 30 behind a game-high 23 points from Caleb Ferguson. The Red Hawks moved to 14-5 and five overall. Delta drops to 7-11. and 11. Fruto Monument swimmer Kendall Wilkinson had a strong first day of the 5A State Swimming Championships in Thornton. Wilkinson finished just 12 tenths of a second out of third place to take fourth. In the 200-yard freestyle, she finished eighth in the 100 freestyle to make the finals in both events. Cotterman Mesa baseball team is 2-0 after a 5-1 win at 15th-ranked Rollins College on Thursday. The 8th-ranked Mavs gave up initial run of the first and scored five unanswered through the fourth and ninth innings. Cole Seward got the win, pitching five innings, three hits, one earned run with uh, six strikeouts and no walks. Mavs won the first of three against uh, the Tars. Game two is at 1 o'clock today. Game three is 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. And both Cotterman Mesa basketball teams are on the road tonight playing at Regis. Women's pregame at 445. They'll tip it at 5 minutes, 7 o'clock tonight. As Ethan Jordan will have that for you from the front range. And uh, Tyler will be back here in the studios for that as well. So uh, that's coming up tonight. Maverick basketball here on the Team CMU Sports Network presented by Ken Richards State Farm on the Team Sports Network. And that's a look at... What's happening? And it's always brought to you by ComWest, your technology partner, ComWest. Give them a call today, 970-242-8142, or go to comwestcorp.com. If you need IT help or a new business phone system, network support, they have it covered for you and your business with ComWest. All right, 723, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Your predictions for a Sunday's big game, uh, your reaction to Randy Gratishar finally getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Who do you think should be next for the Broncos? Send that to us on the team line today, 970-242-1340. Touchdown every morning. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. All right, welcome back. 726, Jim along with Cake today from the Bozart Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. Most trust name in automobiles. Uh, text, by the way, Central versus Durango basketball postponed due to snow. Because I know um, I was communicating with John Sedanich yesterday. So um, that has been postponed because of the snow. Not a surprise. So um, they have, somebody's asking, 
Can you list all the Broncos Hall of Famers? Just off the top of our heads? Because I've got the list here, and I... Ooh, okay. But do you want me to... I, I can try to... I want to I want to try... If you've got the list in front of you, okay. I want to try to see how many I can guess. Okay. John Elway. Okay. Terrell Davis. Okay. Shannon Sharp. Okay. Champ Bailey. Okay. Randy Gratishar. Okay. Gary Zimmerman. Okay. <sighs> now it gets tough, because I'm pretty sure... Do we count Brian Dawkins? No. Okay. Um. Oh God. You got six. I. I mm-hmm. I'm. Uh. Leaving some big ones on the I table. I know. I'm, some I'm big I'm, ones on I'm the embarrassed. table. Oh, Peyton Manning. Okay, it's seven. They have, okay, they do have Dawkins listed on here. I I don't, but they got okay. him. Okay. Well, listed. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. count that. Okay, so eight. So eight. So halfway there. Uh, oh, Floyd Little. Nine. Keep in mind, see, some of these guys, very much cup of coffee with the Broncos. Known for other say, teams, but, very, but they have them listed as Broncos. That's the issue. Because they did play for the Broncos. Oh, boy. Cup of coffee with the Broncos. One of them, great running back for the Cowboys in the 70s and played like one season the very end with the Broncos. Cowboy, great in the seventies. Oh, uh, um, into the eighties, early eighties. Her, not Herschel Walker. No. Oh my God, I'm totally blanking. Uh, pass on that one. Tony Dorsett. Oh, Tony Dorsett. Okay. Okay, that you, makes you just sense. want to go through the list here. Yeah. Let's yeah, go you got it. you got like ten. That's pretty good. So Floyd Little. Okay, who we were. Privileged to have on the show a couple of times. What an incredible human being. Absolutely. Uh, the late, great Floyd Little. Randy Gratishar, who we've also had on the program on two different occasions. Privileged there as well. Sadly, never had the Duke on, John Elway. Steve Atwater on our program. So no! three, three of the four. Not bad. Shannon Sharp, which I don't think you mentioned. Maybe you did. I thought I did. Maybe, maybe you did. Gary Zimmerman, TD, my cousin TD, a couple of different times cousin on the show. So not bad. We've got some Broncos Hall of Famers on the show. John Lynch, oh, Champ, yeah. Champ Bailey, Peyton Manning, Demarcus Ware. Oh, yes. We never had Pat Bowen on the show, but when we did the Junction Thunder Ridge State Championship football game, our my old colleague Curtis Beetleman interviewed Pat Bowen in his big furry coat. We had to stand like good thing. Beetleman has long arms, right? Because like his his handler guy would not let Beetleman get very close to Pat Bowen. <laughs> I thought he was going to knife him or something. What are you going to shiv him <laughs> at that Invesco Field? I don't know. Maybe, I guess they thought Beetleman was a shifty looking guy. But I mean, I still see looking at the field and Beetleman's arm was like he's like stretching his arm as far as he could because the guy would not let him get any closer. Oh my god, that's awesome. But uh, the the late Pat Bowen. Brian Dawkins, which, oh, okay. The same with Lynch. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Willie Brown, going back to the 60s. Tremendous cornerback, by the way. Absolutely. Played in Super Bowl for the Raiders. Tony Doris said, as we referenced. Ty Law. Oh, he, oh, God. Yeah. I totally forgot he was a yeah. Bronco for like, so, that was like barely half so there, a season, wasn't so there it? there you go. So, for the texter, those are your Broncos that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now with Randy Gratishar, part of that mix.
All right, so 731, Jim along with Cake. So uh, last night, we'll start things out with the Nuggets in Los Angeles taking on the Lakers. Big night last night at Crypto.com Arena because they were honoring the memory of the late Kobe Bryant. They unveiled the, the statue of him and uh, quite an emotional ceremony last night. The Nuggets, um, while they respect and honor the memory of Kobe Bryant, absolutely, their job was to go in there and kick some butt, and they did that last night. 114-106, to 106, they, they get the win. And uh, the Nuggets last night with uh, great performance. Uh, Jamal Murray, they were trying to do everything they could to slow him down. They just can't. They couldn't. 29 points, 7 rebounds, 11 assists last night from the Kitchener Canada product. But um, Jamal Murray, 29 points. Michael Porter had 27 last night. When, when MPJ just focuses on playing basketball and not commenting on the WNBA... <sighs> He's better served doing that. Yes, he is. Just focus on playing basketball, not what they're doing in the WNBA. Agreed. 27 points, eight rebounds for him last night. Aaron Gordon, 11 points and, and four rebounds. Oh, yeah, and that, that Nikola Jokic guy. That guy. Pretty good game again. 24 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. You know, obviously, a assist away from a another triple-double for him last night. Old Street Close played pretty good last night for the Lakers, though. Anthony Davis, 32 points, 9 rebounds last night. LeBron had 25 as the uh, Nuggets uh, in a tie now with Minnesota for a top the Western Conference standings. And like I said last night, the Lakers were trying to do everything they could to keep Jamal Murray from having the kind of game he had last night. And at times, they, defensively, they forced Murray to, to, to miss some shots. But um, as we referenced, though, found a way to kind of diagnose the the Lakers' defense last night uh, for 29 points. Um, remember in the Western Conference Finals, had the insane you know average of almost 33 points per game. Jamal uh, Murray did in that in the sweep of the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> so last night they tried to make others beat them, and well, that didn't he, work. he and others did last night. For the Nuggets uh, against the Lakers. So uh, Denver gets the victory last night. A little uh, post-Malone after the game with Coach Michael Malone. Well, that means that there's a complete buy-in. I mean, uh, we preach being selfless all the time, trusting the pass, playing with the .5 mentality, good to great, all the different you know, coaching cliches that you could use in terms of trying to be unselfish. And you can talk about it. But if you're not about it on the court, well, then it's just a hollow word. But our guys live it. You know, they, they walk that walk. And, and I think everybody in that court is constantly trying to make the guy next to them better. All right. So that's Michael Malone from last night. Nuggets getting the victory at the Lakers. As I mentioned, tied for first place in the Western Conference with the victory last night. Tied with the Minnesota Timberwolves. So the Avalanche, a different story. Yeah, yeah. They continue to kind of... Uh, stumble out of the gate after the all-star break where they were one of the hottest teams going into the all-star break they lose their third straight all on the road losing last night at carolina five to two you referenced uh, the two quickest goals ever scored in avalanche history last night zach parise and samuel gerard sam gerard darn near from the blue line and that thing was a howitzer from where he shot it and it just kind of clinked into the into the net but then the Avs couldn't do anything after that. They just, like, go. they go the entire second period. They can't score a goal. They give up the one. 
They go the entire third period. Can't score a goal. They give up another one. It's five to two. Like, what are we? And 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 like I said earlier, I I believe that once Colorado gets back at home, that'll kind of reset their heads a little bit and be you like, okay. so. But good to see Zach Parisi making a contribution last Absolutely. night. He's played pretty well since uh, the Avs acquired him. But for the Avalanche, part of their problem has been the power play, which was so good going into the All-Star break. It's not exactly been great. It, they were average, They were converting 35% of their chances in the final 22 before the time off. Last night, they were 0 for 6. Hey. Um, three times they took a penalty to take them out of the power play. They're now 0 for 12 with the man advantage in this uh, three-game losing streak. So uh, last night after the game, Jared Bednar, Avs coach, with some thoughts about uh, Colorado's third straight loss after they fell in Carolina to the Canes. No, I mean, certainly there's things we can have done better in all of them, you know. And um, that isolated mistakes tonight, the costs, but the effort and the competitiveness in our game is what I've been wanting to see for the last two. What got there tonight? We didn't have a choice. The game demanded it tonight with the way Carolina plays, and I thought our guys played hard, no question. All right, so there's Jared Bednar uh, after the game last night. Always the level-headed Jared Bednar. Yeah, I'll just... You know, just not too, not too amped, not not too angry, not not too high, not too low. That's that's Jared Bednar, and in most coaches, NHL coaches, the exception of Patrick Wall, once upon a time being that <laughs> way. Yeah. All right, so um, Avalanche, by the way, tied for second in the Western Conference with Dallas and Vegas behind Vancouver in the Western Conference standings after last night. All right, it is time for sound check. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. NFL honors last night. Keegan-Michael Key, your MC and host. And here's just a little uh, sample of his monologue from last night. Now, you might know me from those NFL ads where we told everyone that the 2023 NFL season is scripted. You guys remember those ads, right? Yeah. And, and remember I said that I loved the ending? Well, I'm a Lions fan, so you know that crap was fake. <laughs> Having the Super Bowl in Vegas is a great moment for the NFL and a terrible moment for NFL gambling suspensions. <laughs> I'm serious here. You, you can bet on anything here, anything, even my monologue. Right. For, for, for example, the odds of a joke about the Cowboys not making it past the wild card round, five to one, five to one. The odds of me shouting Puka Nakua just because his name is fun to say is very high, very, very high. And of course, the biggest lock of the night, will we keep cutting to an influential blonde superstar? Hmm? You bet we will. Roger Goodell. Yep, right there. But, you know, Travis Kelsey isn't the first NFL player to have a relationship with a pop star. There's, uh, there's Russ and Sierra. Um, yeah. There was, there was Tony Romo and Jessica Simpson. And, of course, Peyton Manning and Brad Paisley. So, can't forget those guys. So, there you go. He's always funny. He is pretty good. All right, 738. And uh, by the way, Lamar Jackson was your MVP last night. Uh, Miles Garrett, the Browns defensive player of the year. Christian McCaffrey, the Niners, your offensive player of the year last night. 
comeback player of the year was not Demar Hamlin. I Joe, think he gets his own sort of recognition. Joe what, Flacco gets that award last night. Yeah, sure. Okay, Joe Flacco, you know, he came back from sitting on the couch. Demar Hamlin came back from literal mortality. So, yeah, I don't yeah, think it's I, an apples to apples comparison. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, I see where Flacco was worthy of consideration. But yeah, Demar Hamlin did have to be resuscitated back to life. On a football field. Although it does feel weird because we kind of, I don't know if if it fully clicks that that game happened in calendar year 2023. Even though it yeah. was, it was this, the season was 22-23. It was calendar year 23. It was January of 2023 when that all yeah. went down. All right. So uh, 7.40. And uh, Palisade boys basketball coach Corey Hitchcock joins us next on The Jim Davis Show. Who do I listen to? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader. Whoever suggested that has got to be smoking crack and plenty of it. The team. Get in the huddle with Palisade boys basketball coach Corey Hitchcock on the team. And Corey Hitchcock brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Season high, 94 points for the uh, Palisade boys basketball team at Battle Mount last night. Joining us right now, Palisade coach Corey Hitchcock. Corey, appreciate the time as always. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes. Yeah, no worries, man. Good morning. Thanks for having uh, Uh, us Probably probably, on the show. Well, always great to have you on. Probably... uh, a uh, few few additional cups of coffee this morning for <laughs> after a, yeah. after going up there and I appreciate you like you said coming on so early ninety four points you beat them ninety four to fifty three highest output of the season for your basketball team uh, kind of take us through uh, how you got to that number last night what was working against the Huskies yeah I mean you know I think we did a good job getting the transition bucket um, you know our, our defense wasn't. I would say up to where I would like it to be as far as rotations and um, doing the things that we normally do. Uh, but I also, you know, we had a lot of possessions last night, so it's hard to be, you know, perfect when you get that many possessions. But, you know, we're a defensive team, and I think we're at our best when we play tough defense. And so, you know, yeah, we scored a lot of points and some defensive opportunities created that for us. I still thought we should have did a better job holding them to less points than – 53, but you know we shot 66 percent from the from the inside and 24 percent from the outside and 54 percent overall. So the ball was going through the hoop, and when the ball is going through the hoop, that makes for a good night. Corey Hitchcock, Palisade Boys basketball coach, with us on the Team Sports Network. Uh, don't have uh, all the the numbers from last night's game. Uh, who was the leading scorer? Who who played really well for you last night, Corey? Well, you know I thought we had a lot, you know a lot of guys played well. They had opportunities to play, but you know, Bones our leading scorer with 17. Uh, and then next up was uh, Lane Repellius had 13, Fred had 12, LJ had 11, uh, Cannon Ross had nine, Carter Hayward had eight, Julian Garza had nine, Gunner had five, uh, Aiden Shaw had seven. I mean, so a lot of guys got we got everybody got scored in the book. Uh, Sean had uh, hit a free throw and uh, besides Cyrus, I was pretty sick last night and uh, couldn't really go in the second half. I wish we could have got him in, in the scorebook, but he's, he's been under the weather the last couple of days and 
uh, he's been toughing it out. So, I'm, you know, I appreciate him trying to tough it out uh, and, and compete. You're trending in the right direction right now. You've won um, three of your last four and could have uh, very well, you know, won four out of the last four. You had that uh, tough loss uh, against Glenwood the other night by two, 48 to 46. You got Eagle Valley uh, coming up on Tuesday, which one of the teams that it was the team that uh, you beat uh, for the first of two consecutive wins, uh, taking down uh, the, the Devils and then uh, Durango as well. Eagle Valley at your place Tuesday night, and uh, you, you look right now at the the RPI in uh, 5A boys basketball. Eagle Valley's 21st. You're 30th. This is a really important game for you guys coming up Tuesday night at your place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Eagle Valley's going to be hungry. You know, we beat them at their place. Uh, they're going to want a rematch. They just beat Glenwood last night. So uh, they have a chance to win the league. So they're going to come in hungry, ready to go. We're going to be ready for a dog fight. Uh, we know it's going to be a tough game. That's kind of what we told the boys after the game last night. Uh, you know, I'm a, you know, good thing we scored the points. We got to clean up our defense. We want to give ourselves a chance to win on Tuesday because Eagle Valley's not going to come in and roll over for it. Um, they they got some, they Beating Glenwood put them in position to to really uh, take the lead in our league, and they're going to want to come in and beat us. But you know, our, our guys are working hard, and you know, I think you know those games like last night are always tough because you know our normal guys don't get the normal minutes they normally get. Uh, so we're playing a lot of guys on the back end that we're trying to get them minutes and trying to get them valuable reps and, uh, you know, let them see what it's like to, to play at that level. So, you know, I know I'm a, I was a little frustrated last night. Thanks to Don Baver. He kind of, he kind of talked me down a little bit. He said, Hey man, you played a lot of guys and that, you know, and there's a lot of possession. So it's kind of good to be able to talk to him after the game a little bit, but I'm proud of our guys. Score 94 points is a, is a feat in itself. So, you know, you got to be able to, to, to score the ball. And we didn't do particularly well against Glenwood that night. We shot 33% from the field. So to see the ball go through the net, hopefully that'll give the guys the confidence uh, going into the next week in our final two games. You mentioned Don Baver, the, the Palisade girls coach. Don had to be in a, in a really good mood last night. They won the league for the first time in eight years uh, thanks to uh, Eagle Valley losing at Glenwood last night. Palisade girls uh, get the win at Battle Mount last night. Did a great job defensively as well. And so Don had to, had to be in good spirits last night. Oh, man, Don probably hasn't had a bad night uh, in months. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, there's not much that he can complain about when you're when you're sitting uh, pretty like that. So he's doing a great job with the girls. He's got them rolling. Uh, you know, it's been fun seeing him uh, get that program uh, on, a winning, on a winning track this year. But... Uh, yeah, he was a definitely in a good mood. He's a league champion, and anytime he can win a league, he better be in a good mood. Absolutely, absolutely. We're talking with uh, Corey Hitchcock, Palisade Boys basketball coach on the Team Sports Network. Parker Newbanks for Eagle Valley. He's their leading scorer, 12 points per game. They also get double-digit scoring as well from uh, Dylan Zoller, uh, who's at almost 11 points per game. So he said, Eagle Valley, they're, they're playing for a league title. And for you... I mean, kind of take us through what's at stake. You get a win. What does that mean potentially for the Bulldogs moving forward? I mean, it could be a very interesting situation, to be honest. If we beat Eagle Valley and Eagle Valley beats Glenwood again, obviously there's a three-way tie there for the league championship. And, you know, obviously you got to go to tiebreakers. And if I'm read the tiebreakers correctly, each of us beating each other up just puts us in a position just to be tied. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm sure Eagle Valley's not going to want to tie for a league championship. I know Glenwood doesn't want to tie. You know, we're kind of in the outside looking in. Um, so, 
Uh, we're hoping that, you know, we come out ready to go for Eagle on Tuesday and, uh, you know, then Eagle can get Glenwood. But, you know, Eagle Valley is a really, really good team. We did a great job defensively the first time around. Uh, you know, New Bates had 30 last night on Glenwood. Uh, so, uh, you know, when, you, when, when you're putting the ball in the hole like that, um, it can always be scary. So we've got to come in and execute our game plan and, and be disciplined. And, and I think if we do another great defensive performance like we did the first time, uh, I think we'll put ourselves in a good position to, to win a ball game. And all you can tell your guys is, look, we got to win Tuesday night, and we'll see see what happens from there, right? You can only control so much, and the thing you can control is getting a win Tuesday night. Right, and we don't and, uh, we don't have anything to lose, right? Like we we know that we're we're sitting in third right now, and it's, and uh, Eagle Valley has a lot little more pressure on them than we do, you know. So uh, we just got to go out and play our game and and do what we do, and hopefully. Uh, you know, we can put the ball in the hole. But I'm I'm excited about our group, man. They come a long ways uh, this season. It's been fun to coach them. Uh, you know, they they want to work. They work so hard and they want to be great. That's and that's it makes coaching easy when you got a group of boys like we have uh, day in and day out. You know, and and certainly like you said, some some young guys like uh, like Bones Hunter Howard, who's who's only a sophomore and. You know, Carter Hayward's a, a freshman. You got so many. Lane Rapilius will be a senior next year. You got a lot of young guys, a lot of players coming back next year. And um, the way you're finishing right now has to be encouraging for next year. But also coming up Tuesday, it's it's going to be the the swan song uh, as far as the Western Slope League goes. And right now, the Western Slope League is only the the three teams uh, that, that you, you and 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 uh, Eagle Valley and Glenwood that you mentioned. You'll be in the Southwestern League next year, so. It'll be, I'm sure, for for some fans out of Palisade, a little bit, a little bit bittersweet, but also looking forward to the challenge of uh, the Valley teams and Montrose and Durango as members of the Southwestern League. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really going to miss that trip to Battle Mountain. <laughs> we got home at 12:30 last night, uh, you know, so that was a, it's a late night, a long trip. When we got up there, you know, the kids, it's, it's just a long trip bus ride. Your legs aren't really there yet. Uh, you know, our, our, you know, I watched our JV guys. We came, our JV guys came out a little flat yesterday during that JV game, and I was kind of nervous for our guys because they're sitting there and you know, after a long bus ride. But you know, our guys came out uh, ready to go, and you know, so I, but I'm excited for the Southwestern League. I think you know the Southwestern League is such a great league. There's so many great coaches in that league that test you night in and night out as a coach, and then there's also just so many great players there. So. You know, we want to be the best. You want to play against the best consistently, uh, and I feel like when you look at the Western Slope, that Southwestern League is the best league on, over here. And so we're going to put ourselves in a position to go, try to go out and compete night in and night out. And uh, I think we showed this year that we're capable of doing that. Uh, you know, we lost some tough games to some Southwestern League, league teams this year, and uh, I think that shows the guys that hey, we can compete if we do our job. So it's going to be fun. I think it's going to it's going to be nice not having so much travel. You know, the Durango trip will be our longest trip next year. And, you know, we'll get to do that on the weekend, most likely. So um, uh, uh, that'll be, you know, a, a benefit for us and, and the kids. All right. So uh, coming up Tuesday, uh, full court coverage. And we'll have uh, Palisade hosting Eagle Valley along with uh, Fruita Monument at Central. Uh, our coverage will start uh, for full court coverage at 5 o'clock this Tuesday on the Team Sports Network. Corey, at some point, get some rest, man. Appreciate you coming on uh, this morning, and and uh, congratulations on the win last night. Good luck against Eagle Valley on Tuesday. I appreciate it. we got a big C-team tournament here to, on tomorrow, so 
there's not going to be any rest anytime soon. We got 30 teams coming here to to play basketball. So we're we're in the biggest teaching tournament on the West Coast. So it's going to be a fun day of basketball. So if you're bored, Jim, you can stop by and watch some games. All right, swing out to Palisade. Take on some of that, uh, that C-team action coming up tomorrow out of Palisade. Hey, appreciate it, Corey. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You have a good weekend as well. All right, Corey Hitchcock, coach of the Palisade boys basketball team. Dragging a little bit today, understandably so, getting back at 12.30 last night from Battle Mountain. But, I was going to uh, say, need, need more than just coffee. Might need some, yeah. like, Red Bull or something. Maybe so. And Corey is normally a very spry, enth- spry enthusiastic, upbeat guy. And, uh, yeah, dragging a little bit today, Under- like I said, understandably so. But congratulations to the Palisade girls winning the league title last night uh, with their victory at uh, Battle Mountain. Of course, Eagle Valley lost to Glenwood, which allowed them to, to win the title last night. Uh, John Sedanich, uh, Central Boys coach, confirming their uh, games have been postponed, by the way, uh, down in Durango, so because of the weather. Mm. So always tough trip to get down there, uh, even sometimes going through Monticello, which that's the way everybody has to go through the District 51, the, the long way through Monticello. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with Hour 2. Jackson Wilson, River City Sportplex will join us, talk a little abs hockey Tonight's also a senior night for the Colorado Mesa hockey team as well. Nice. They take on Air Force. So we'll talk about that next hour. And we'll also bring you some sound from Randy Gratishar finally getting his moment. He'll go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this summer. That's coming up on the team.